So my friends, today we have this parable of the landowner and the laborers in the vineyard. And it is one of those parables that does seem a little unjust maybe at at first glance, right? Uh, Everyone works different amounts of time and they all get paid the same thing. But we should really look at it in a bit of a a deeper way uh, and see what our Lord is getting at. The first is the character of the landowner, because we can get so kind of fixated on the laborers and the ones that work 12 hours, the ones that work nine hours, the ones that only work one hour. So we're all focused on the laborers. Like, what about the landowner, right? Here's a landowner who goes out at dawn, you know, about six in the morning, uh, to hire people to start right away. So he probably has to be there about five in the morning to get them into the vineyard by six uh, so they can start working for the day, right? So he goes out five in the morning, He's going to start hiring people. uh, And then he goes out again at nine, right? And he hires even more. And he goes out again at 12. First of all, this guy's got to have a gigantic vineyard, right? Second, like he goes out again and, and he's looking. You just get like the landowner. He's just looking and almost like anyone he can find, like you, you go work in my vineyard. Like you too, go work in my vineyard, right? We'll hire all of you, right? Come on, let's go. You got to go get to work. And so the vineyard, the landowner, he goes out again and again and again. Now, we're not living in like downtown Manhattan or something where just walk up a block and you can go start work there. Like probably it's a good distance between the vineyard. And so this guy's going back and forth, back and forth, right? He himself is working all day long to go hire laborers. And that there can be uh, a sign of the way that our Lord comes to constantly find us, right? This is Jesus, who's always coming to find us. If we think that we're here in church today because we did the good thing, we got up early on a beautiful New England rainy day, right? I live for these fall days. But if we think that, like, this is something like, look how good I am. Look at the work that I did. Like, no, Jesus was at work long before we were coming out to find us and inviting us and leading us, shepherding us. Jesus is working more for the building up of his kingdom, for the building up of our parish communities than we ever are. He's the one who's really putting in the labor, going again and again and again and inviting and bringing and then paying. We're going to get to that at the end. So, uh, there's something beautiful about what, what God is doing, right? What God does, that he constantly is coming out. He's constantly looking for us, seeking us out. And it's his initiative. We're not going and knocking on his door and saying, hire me. Like, it's his initiative. God comes to find us. Jesus is, he comes to find us. He wants us. He's looking for us more than we're looking for him, right? He's the one who is looking for us. Uh, And so this is the beauty, the generosity of our Lord Jesus. This is the generosity of the landowner. Um, And I think if we want to see the the importance, like getting paid is important. It's a good thing to get paid. Um, And here the pay would stand for the relationship with God in heaven, particularly heavenly reward. Uh, And good, like, we want to get to heaven. Absolutely. Like, heaven's the goal. Let's try to get, we should all want to be in heaven. 
But like, the working itself is not negligible. It's not like it doesn't matter what we do as long as we get to heaven in the end. Like, the work, to work in the vineyard of the Lord is in and of itself a blessing. It's a tremendous blessing to have relationship with God in this life and not just in heaven. And so while the pay is important, the work is, in a way, its own reward. To be called into the vineyard, to be part of the work of God, is in and of itself a blessing. I really hate uh, waiting rooms, right? I, I can't stand a waiting room. If I got to have like, work done on my car or if a jury duty, I'm sorry if anyone works in the judicial system, but jury duty, right? You just got to sit there. Like, you just have to sit there. We're just sitting there all day or like the DMV, right? So when we see the people that are standing idle, like all the workers show up maybe at the beginning of the day to get hired and then they're just standing there. Idle, right? Even because the, the vineyard owner goes and says, like, why are you here idle all day long? How miserable of a day must it be to stand around for 11 hours? 11 hours. And, like, look, they don't have iPhones. They're not playing Candy Crush or Words with Friends or whatever the newest thing is. They're like, no. They're just standing there waiting to be hired. You can't even really buy yourself lunch because you don't have food because you're looking to make your money, right? You don't have money, <laughs> so you're not just, we don't have, you know, idle cash. They're just standing there waiting to be hired. What a miserable state of affairs that is. And so, to be invited into the vineyard, those that are hired first thing in the morning, like what a blessing that they can actually be productive during the day. St. John Paul II talks about how in his teaching on human work, right? Like work benefits the worker. It's not just about the product. To be able to work benefits the worker. It's part of our human dignity. We are created in the image of God and God places the man in the garden, right? Humanity is placed in the garden to work, to work the garden, that we are part of Part of our being the image of God is that we can work and that we do work. Uh, and so it's to be able to be part of the work. And so those that are hired first thing in the morning, like what a blessing for them to then be able to spend the day working productively to do, to see something uh, that they make. I made chicken soup last night. We had a few priests come over and I made homemade chicken soup. And I, I mean, I make it from scratch put the chicken in the water, boil it, you know, celery, onions, carrots, canned peas, which is my grandfather's recipe, right? Uh, and then that's it. Like, that, that's it. No, no base or broth or, you know, I, like, you just make it from scratch. And let me tell you, at the end of the day, like, as I'm eating this deli delicious chicken soup, I'm just like, I made this. Like, three hours ago, this was a pot of water and a frozen chicken. And now it's delicious soup. And I made this. Like, I transformed this. Father G watched, right? I transformed it. Uh, and that, that, there's something beautiful about seeing the work that we do, seeing what we accomplish, uh, and that that in and of itself is a blessing. And same with when we're called into the life of the church and Jesus finds us. And here we are, 
We are part of the body of Christ. And whether we were baptized as infants or we were baptized last week or we're still not baptized and we're on our way there, like, what a blessing to be part of the church of God. What a blessing to be here, part of the work of God, to be part of the building up of the kingdom of God. And all the people who don't know God are as pitiable as those standing around in the marketplace. They don't realize the dignity to which they've been called. They don't realize the blessings and that idleness and that total lack of supernatural purpose. That, that in of itself is a punishment. Like that, we want to go rescue people from that. We want to go say, no, find a purpose and a meaning for your life and the love of God. Like that we should, we then should imitate the landowner. Go find anyone that can and get them here to realize that we are loved by God, created in his image, redeemed by his death, that we have been made for God and we find our joy in being in relationship with him. A last point, uh, or two last points, uh, so is that even with the 11th hour, right, it's, it's never too late to start, right? It's never too, if we have not been living this relationship with God and it's too late, it's too late for me. No, it's, that's, that's one of the worst lies ever, that somehow it's too late to start. Or we could even procrastinate. I remember hearing a story of the devil was looking for a good lie to tell humanity to trap them, right? And so uh, the different demons are suggesting different things. And so tell them that God doesn't exist. And the devil's like, well, no, because the heavens proclaim the glory of God. And ultimately, they'll, they can figure it out. Like God is making himself known. And so they, you can't tell them God doesn't exist because they're not going to buy that for too long. And so a second says, well, tell them that there's no hope, right? Tell them that it's all hopeless. The devil says, well, no, that's not going to work because in moments of difficulty, people do, they, they band together and the charity of God is, is going gonna, is gonna to shine forth and that they're going to see that there is a chance, there is hope. You can't tell them that it's hope. Like, they're not, we're not going to be able to do that one. So the third says, well, then tell them they could start tomorrow. Tell them that they can start tomorrow. And that's the lie the devil went with. It's too late today. Like, you know, it's already almost 8.15, 8.20 in the morning, right? It's too, today's already, I'll start tomorrow, right? I can deal with, I can figure this out tomorrow. The guy's standing all day in the market for 11 hours. What a good temptation to just pack up and go home early. I can, I'll be back tomorrow. I'll start again. I'll start tomorrow. No, no, hang in there till the end. And when the landowner comes and hires you, it's like, dude, I'm only going to get like 10 minutes of good work, right? Okay, begin now. 10 good minutes working is worth the whole thing because then that's what we see with the payment. They all get paid. What's called the denarius, right? A good day's wage. They all get paid. A good day's wage. And now, so then this is the real last point. Those that got hired in the beginning, they grumble. What are they grumbling? Because somehow I want more. Because it's just about the money. It's just about the reward. And it's actually, it's very sad how the landowner says, first of all, my friend, 
When he says, my friend, this is not a nice my friend. In Matthew's gospel, we have the term my friend twice, and neither one of them are nice. So this isn't like a, hey, my friend. Like, no. This is like, look, friend, whatever. I'm not cheating you, right? Like this, and then it's, take what is yours and go. Take what is yours and go. How sad of a state of affairs. Take what's in this one day's wage and go. You know, it's much better to have a generous friend than to have a generous friend's money. It's much, much better to have the friend and the friendship. And here, if they're just working for the money, then they lose the relationship, the friendship for which we're made. And so we need to see that the relationship, whether we put in a 12-hour day or whether we put in a 12-minute day, that the relationship with our Lord is what's most important. He's looking for us, and it's never too late to start, ever. If we've procrastinated up to this point for our entire life, it's not too late to start. Not tomorrow, today, today, now, to begin right now, to see how God calls us to participate in the building up of his kingdom, in the labor of the vineyard of the kingdom of God. And so let's ask our Lord for that grace, to see what he's given us, to see the invitation of love, and to have the courage to respond right now, today, yes, and to go into his vineyard, to be part of the family, and to work with the joy of the children of God.